by design with Lynn and Danette. We are so glad you're here. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And our hope is that this is a space where you'll find encouragement for your home and your soul. We have real conversations about God, interior design, and all the things that we love. Our hearts are to encourage women to run their race, to keep their eyes on God, and somehow we manage to offer up some design advice for your homes in between. We share from our real life experiences, and from time to time, we talk to some amazing guests. Like today. Oh, have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Lyons is on today. So, yeah. We're so excited about having her on. I know. I can't. That's why I'm like interrupting our intro to talk about it because. Oh, yeah. It's just so cool because it's a full circle moment, you know, for me uh, having like God just has used her words in my life. I know it's not, she's just a woman, you know, but she's willing to be used by God. And right. That's God's kind of a, the, you know, hearing Rebecca Lyons is the thing that got Lindsay started taking steps to like leading, leading conferences and leading, stepping out in faith and yeah, loving people and encouraging. Loving women. Yeah. Because you didn't always really like, like women. them. Yeah. <laughs> but so yay God. Yay God. Because we're friends now. Um, but you know what? Check out our website, bydesignpodcast.com, yes. where you'll find links to all our shows, the things we talk about. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. It's and, all there. Yeah. And you want to go there because there's some things that Rebecca mentions um, and like that we talk about that we have links to those books and those. So when you're hearing her talk about things, you don't have to be like frantically writing them down being like, I can't remember the name of that book. Yeah. Head to Pinterest we got or our website, whatever. Yes. Yeah, I think we're even going to like have some cutting garden stuff. You oh. have to listen to Rebecca talk. Guys, we're excited for spring after talking yeah. to her. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you can listen to our show on our site. There's a play button um, or you can subscribe on iTunes or on your Android phone or whatever. And we're really excited because um, if you subscribe oh, yeah. and uh, share our podcast episode of Rebecca Lyons, we are giving away a copy of her new book, You Are Free. Mm -hmm. And you want this book. Like, girl, you want this book. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good book. And... We have a, what about our sponsor today? Oh, I'm so excited. Guys, we have our first sponsor. Well, she sponsored us before. She's wonderful. I know, but this is exciting. So I really want um, to thank our lovely sponsor, Becky Smith with Ashes Ashes Design. Ashes Ashes specializes in on-trend handmade baby items, including organic hats, swaddles, leggings, and headbands. Go to ashesashesdesign.etsy.com to shop and follow along on Instagram at ashes underscore ashes underscore design. Um, we, she also has been really gracious and she's given all of our listeners a 20% off Ugh. coupon code. So if you use by design in the coupon code, when you go to her site on Etsy, uh, you'll get 20% off. So mm, I can think you. of some babies that I want to buy. She makes all of her stuff herself. She oh sews. Oh my gosh. So. She's so, and I have bought her stuff for like my nephews and the leggings, the oh hats, God, it's so the headbands. Cute. So soft. My little niece has a bunch of her headbands because I just love them. Oh and gosh. every time I go up, I'm like, Beck, I need some more headbands because actually I want one. I'm going to get one from her. Yeah. Because she makes the really, they're like reversible. Like Are they're we different prints. Do we count as listeners? Yes. Can we, will you enter by design at 20% off? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> but anyways, so yes. Thank you, Ashes Ashes Design. Okay, guys. I'm excited for you to hear our little chat with Rebecca Lyons. Enjoy. So today we have the brilliant Rebecca Lyons on our little podcast here. So hi, Rebecca. Hey guys! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and uh, speaking with us about this amazing new book that you have out, and I devoured it twice. <laughs> oh wow, wow! Well, I was <laughs> I, well only because I I got to be on the launch team, which was just so exciting, and I love being able yeah. to like so I was Thank able to read you. it, and then um, 
getting it like in my hand, it was like I wanted to mark it all up, you know. Mm-hmm. It is different, right? It's so hard to eat, read anything on your computer or your phone when you oh, can't sure. read something that you want. And you're like, yes. And then you're like, Where, how do I show this excitement yes. with my pen? <laughs> exactly. No, I just loved it. But first, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners? Okay, sure. Um, well, goodness, where to begin? I am... 40-something. <laughs> I have three children who are now um, 16, 14, and almost 12. I've been married for 20 years this year. Oh, which is congratulations. Yeah. Kind of a benchmark, right? That's when you awesome. look at your husband and you're like, we still like each other most <laughs> days. <laughs> That's awesome. So good. Um, and so I grew up in Florida, Sunshine State. So we were just talking about the weather a minute ago. And yeah, um, Went to college in Virginia, met my husband there towards the end, and then we lived in Atlanta for about 13 years, had all our babies there. And then my oldest, Cade, was born when I was 26, and we found out six hours after he was born that he was diagnosed with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. So as you can imagine, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that feels like a real left hook. You know, you're kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, I thought we were heading this way. This is actually what parenthood is going to look like because he was our first and I was young, and I actually had mm-hmm. a false negative. Oh, wow. So being that age and having a false negative, not that I had, I just did a generic triple right. screen, mm-hmm. not really accurate anyways. And at the time I just didn't know. I'm like, tell me what to do. I yeah. feel fine. What, how do we check on the baby? Make sure the baby's fine. I just, I was quite ignorant, honestly, on the whole process of pregnancy. Um, and so when we found that out, um, the chances of me having Cade, we learned, were one in 10,000 with wow. a false negative and being my age and mm. having no, no, you know, genetic history. Mm. So I was like, this is special. This yeah. is rare. You know, there's, I don't know why, but here I am, you know, and I think mm. I write about that a little bit in my first book, Free Fall, but yeah. just how the Lord kind of arrested my life, you know, mm. got my attention and the things that we thought were important all of a sudden right. went back there and, and then things we used to overlook, you know, really yeah. a whole community of special needs became front and center. And so we just began a faith journey, my husband and I then mm. to just say, you know, if, if Kate gave us perspective that every day matters, every mm-hmm. moment counts, and we have started these careers and quote unquote, like Christian ministry. And, mm-hmm. and, and yet we were kind of like, not sure how our faith was even playing out in a broader culture. Did it mm-hmm. feel um, like it was credible? Did it have a seat at the table? Right. And at the time, so at that time, we kind of just decided young that we were going to just go all in mm-hmm. for whatever we had. And my uh, husband got a 30 year idea that um, we would just be about um, faithfulness, the Christian faith. Um, being faithful and present in a broader secular culture. And mm. so from that oh, I love point, that. he pushed us to move to New York City, which of course mm-hmm. I was kicking for about three years. And at that point we had had two more kids. Mm-hmm. And so we landed in Manhattan in 2010 after 13 years of the suburbs of the South. And that's really when my life changed. Um, that was like 2.0. I would say yeah. Cade was 1.0. <laughs> yeah. was Oh, that's a great way of like (laughs) marking it. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, oh, here we go again. This is a new journey. And so we landed in New York City and and I was 36 at the time and met, you know, some people who are familiar with my story, just the general 
the general gist is that I developed panic disorder Mm -hmm. and like severe panic attacks and anxiety in that first two years of being in that city and Mm. really encountered the Lord in a powerful way. Mm. I love your story, Rebecca, Mm -hmm. of um, healing and just that whole journey that you went through with God. You know, I just loved it. And that Mm. resonated so deep with me. And I'm sure everybody else that struggles with depression Mm. and anxiety and um, those Mm. issues. But oh my goodness, I love the way you wrote about it in your new book, You Are Free, also. Like I... Mm. I loved it in free fall, but it was so, you did such a great job of like Danette and I were laughing about this, how, you know, you'd read a chapter of like free to grieve, you know, and you're like, wow, she has said everything up until this point. Like you articulate it so well, like just each aspect of our like psyche mm. almost that we totally mm-hmm. um, border up, you know, and we don't let God mm-hmm. go to those places like completely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. I, you know, the, the first time I wrote, you know, kind of raw on, on the free fall journey of just like, I didn't know where the Lord was taking it. And here we are four years later between these two books. I'm, I'm on the remedial like schedule (laughs) (laughs) at putting a book out partly because if I haven't really lived it, if I haven't had to suffer through it and also wrestle and then be rescued, even in, in the, in the writing, um, I don't have as much ownership or authority to even share on it. Right. And so, that's why it just it just took me that long, and I think. Um, but it's real though. That's real, and that translates like it really does translate to the mm-hmm. reader like mm-hmm. so beautifully. Oh, good. Well, thank you. It it's fun. It's fun to just see God's kindness and patience with all of us, right? And yes. and He might, you know, sometimes we feel like we just we can't get it through our thick head, and right, <laughs> like the way we parent our kids. You know, how often do we need to just instill something in them? To, to the point where they be, they come to know it. Right. Hmm. We can hear it. We can receive it. We can be affected by it. But how long does it take for us to actually know it? Right. To, to such a depth that we embody it. Right. And, you know, I think that's, that's what the transformation or the renewing of our mind actually is, hmm. is that we, we feast on His Word. We meditate on Him day and night. We, we walk with Him through the valley of the shadow of death hmm. and then, don't like the more we just engage him arm in arm in every facet every day for year after year after year, that's where the maturing happens, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, um, it's not an overnight thing. Now, granted, conversion can happen in a moment, but right. is yes. a lifetime. That's right. So, yeah, preach, girl. I loved it. You were at if, and you were speaking <laughs> on discipleship. I loved the the part about Stephen. I love. I loved it. It was so great. Well, I look at Stephen, right? Oh. I look at Stephen and or or Paul or any of these mm-hmm. saints, heroes of the faith that are listed out in Hebrews mm-hmm. ten, and and I just sometimes like scratch my head, like how did these people carry that kind of mantle of yeah. faith? Like mm-hmm. it blows my mind. And and the question I often ask myself is, would I be willing to do that? Mm-hmm. And and the honest answer is in my own strength. Yeah. Heck no. Exactly. But, um, I mean, just to be frank, like, would I let myself be burned at the stake? You know, right. like, I, you know, my gut is like, wow. Mm. I don't know if you guys have watched that film, Silence. That's, oh, um, not actually. My, it's funny. Out. We wanted to go see it. It's playing in a theater far from us. So we're going to have to drive hmm. to see it. But my hubby it and I have it on is, a date night. Wow. It's, it's intense. 
And I recommend it only because like, it's important for us to watch that and sit in it. What people did for their faith. And, and so anyways, I guess the point is, is I think if God appoints something to happen and and the spirit comes with us and gives us the strength for it, then, Mm -hmm. then who are we to say how we'll respond? Mm -hmm. We, We trust that he is faithful to give us what he need, what we need for anything. Right. Um, small or something that seems very hard. Yeah. Lynn and I have talked a bit about, um, Stephen and Acts too, like in the past few months and, uh, just the story of his face glowing and the testimony that he gave. And I think parts of that are true for us, all of us, as we walk in our journey that, you know, God, we all have a calling. Like you, you talk about that so much, Rebecca, it's so beautiful. And it's like Lynn and I are, you know, God is drawing out our callings and asking us to do harder things just in his name in our own lives every day. But like, you know, we all, we can all glow with that face of the Holy Spirit to the people around us and share Christ, you know? And if we choose yeah. to. Yeah, if, yeah, if we choose to, like, I mean, obviously not on that scale, but um, I, I'm not, I don't really want to be burned, but. Or stoned. <laughs> stoned right now. Yeah. No, no, and that's scary. But like when God ask, takes you to the the hard places and ask you to take that step, mm-hmm. he shows up. Yeah. It's, it's amazing and beautiful. And just, mm-hmm. I want everybody to read your book because you share, I mean, you just relate to it. Cause I think so many of us are, God's mm-hmm. doing the same things and we don't know how to take those steps. And you are just so transparent girl. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. And <laughs> yeah, I, um, oh, thank you. no, seriously, I, I, Lynn and I, it's so funny how like when God is working and putting people in front of you, like I, I went down to Nashville and saw you at influence and then, so oh, yeah, just wow, recently. Yeah. 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 I, it was the things that you said there. I have pages of notes just so you know. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. We're just hungry right now. So it's we, like, Lord, just. Mm, yeah. Amen. That's, yeah. you know, and that's not me. That's God. Amen. That's God putting right. a thirst, oh, a I hunger know. and thirst for righteousness Amen. in you. And, and I look at my own life, my own hunger and thirst for yeah. righteousness didn't come did not come from me. Right. It came from a desperate place and, and, and a desire, but he planted it there. That's I think right. he, part of it, part of it is he loves us so much that he, it's like, you think about your own kids, you know, we don't want them to just go on as individual independent kids who are young and aren't, don't even really have the grounding or the maturity to know how to respond to things. Like we want them to be desirous of, Council of mm-hmm. wisdom, yeah, exactly. Discernment of boundaries, you know. Yeah. Of, you know, part of that is all for our good, and um, I do love that God doesn't force us Mm-mm. to follow Him, but He does. He does. Um, al- you know, allow us to feel the tension to yeah. make that decision whether or not we choose Him or reject Him, and we're free to ask those questions. You know, when. Yeah, to, uh, to him, you know, when yeah. we feel those yeah. tensions and yeah, yeah. free to yeah. ask was probably the hardest chapter I wrote oh. in the whole book. Did really? You guys read that? <laughs> Let me see what what chapter. I... I've only got to chapter ten. Okay, well, I then loved... got through the whole dang thing a couple <laughs> times, but um... it, well, it kind of snuck in there. I was it's 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 a it's kind of a controversial chapter on healing. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh no, I don't think it's controversial. <laughs> oh my okay, gosh. Amen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> think it's controversial i just think i went there yes yes because i I was actually questions about it girl i was like high-fiving you in the air as i was reading it because i feel like a lot of people want to shirk away from those things and not give the holy spirit 
um, the place that he deserves. Like he is God fully like part of God, like a whole part Mm. of God that just Mm. no one really wants to talk Mm -hmm. about because we can't understand it, you know, and we can't understand it. And that's okay. I'm so okay with that. Like I can not all the time, but like I was just really excited to to read that part of the book and see that how you Mm. you did a really great job. So because I know that probably Mm -hmm. can be very difficult. I can understand that would be hard. Right. Well, people do in person, you know, because when I tell the story of, you know, my panic disorder and feeling complete peace and mm-hmm. it all fades in a moment, you know, back in 2011, it, the panic attacks didn't continue in the way that they had. They they just didn't. Hmm. It didn't mean that I was never um, tempted by anxiety. And, right. And a day, I, it, it manifests sometimes in different ways, like hard time. I have a hard time taking a deep breath if I'm stressed. Right. Right. Um, or if I'm just have a lot on my plate that I'm carrying, I'll be up at night and I'll start to like go through those lists. And so yeah. there are practical tools for all of us yeah. to walk out that healing, to mm-hmm. walk that um, with just him needing him every hour. Yeah. But but I did experience something that I couldn't explain. I did experience a breaking of mm-hmm. the control of that fear. Oh. And. And that was something that I just had to be honest about. I was like, okay, Lord, I've not encountered you in this way before where I feel flattened by your peace. Yeah. I can't even move under that. You know, it was something oh. I had to give language for mm-hmm. um, because there is so much about the mystery of God that, that we don't often ask for right. or invite in um, that I think is is available to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so really the point was just to more just open it up and yeah. say, do you believe, you know, even if you're, you know, for non-Christians who are riddled with depression and anxiety, there's a, the, the question I always ask is, do you, do you believe that there is a God? And if you do, yeah. do you believe that he sees or cares? Yeah. And if, if the answer is yes to either of those questions, then the third question is, are you willing to invite him in to mm the pain. Yeah. And um, I think just even the vulnerability of extending an invitation is all God is asking for. He, yes. He's just kind of waiting to go like, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm yeah. here. I'm over here. Yeah. Hello. And I, I have some things to say about this stuff. Yes. And I have, I, I'm the God who created you. So how about you let me enter into this. Mm-hmm. And and the willingness to do that on our part, I think, just becomes a real sweetness with him. It becomes a new kind of reliance mm-hmm. in anything that we're walking through that is hard. Yeah, and if we keep our God small, right, in a small box that only does these things, then we'll only believe him to do those things. But when we step in mm-hmm. and we ask him to do these big things and really believe it. That he is able. Yeah, I mean, we he's God, you know? like. Mm-hmm. Right. We have to, if the same power yeah. that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us, oh. we have to believe him to be able to do these things. <laughs> yes. Like we are. And so like, I've been that person that, you know, I've seen God move and I see God, the Holy Spirit just showing up and me praying for things to happen and sharing with people like, well, you know, I'm really praying for this pe- person. I see God working and he's, the spirit's going to move. And then they look at me like I'm crazy, like, oh, you're just so naive or, you know, but no, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. going to see my God do it because mm-hmm. I know how much he loves me. That's the thing. We we don't realize mm-hmm. the way that the Lord loves us. He wants to give us these things. It's yeah. like the Lord allowed you this anxiety so that he could free you of it. And now it's your story Use to it. tell. Yeah. Like, 
and he's still getting glory out of yeah. it. You know, yeah. like, it's not being wasted. No, it's about what God did. Well, in and, yeah. And to be honest, I mean, I, I, when, you know, this is just a little free tip, whatever. I think. <laughs> Give it. For, we want them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, even in this journey of quote unquote being, you know, someone who's more public with their faith, right? Mm. You can imagine that the temptation would be to hide any um, opposition that you feel or come against or any doubt, or any right. fear, because now you're supposed to have had arrived and had it all figured right. out. And, Don't you have enough faith? So the, temptation is, the temptation is for the external to still be looking pretty good, even right. if the is is wrestling or in turmoil or, or even under... Um, Torment. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, yeah, everything I read in scripture is not that. Mm-mm. I look at how those those biblical saints, those followers of Christ, were just under the gun. I mean, literally, yeah, they literally, were just, they, they were facing hardship after mm-hmm. hardship after hardship. And sometimes you're like, oh. I read the private writings of Mother Teresa. There's a book, and I think she's okay with it because it's on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's okay with it. But um, there's uh, a book called Come Be My Light, and it's these these journal entries mm-hmm. she has with Jesus and this back and forth thing and how she talks about there was a call within the call. Like the first call was uh, just to love the poor, but then the call within the call was to suffer alongside. with the poor. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness. Um, she embodied this outer joy, this this fullness yeah. of joy, but it did not come without suffering. It did not come without pain. And she's very honest about it. And, you know, you think of David, mm. the lament that he often cried out. You think of Paul and, you know, all the prisons. And, and there is a sense of like, even when you think about the thorn, you know, sometimes people want to use that as a theology against the, the nature of God as healer. Mm-hmm. And and I said, you know, the more I dug into it, it's like the point of the thorn for Paul was that he would be keenly aware with his weakness at all times mm-hmm. so that God's strength could be perfect in him because mm-hmm. the plan God had on Paul's life would require so much of God and so little of Paul. Right. Oh, that's beautiful. There's no way a man could like launch the early church. No, no, no. Any of us could could be the first missionary that like we would not in our own strength ever be able to do that. And God's like the God, the calling on your life is so God sized that I'm the only one that can actually make this happen. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to be so keenly aware with your weakness and stay as humble mm-hmm. as possible as a result of that weakness so that my strength can be made That's perfect. Right. And yeah. I look at that today. I look at that today in all of us. Amen. And the one learned in the last year is how keenly aware I am of my weakness. Yeah. And it can, it can surface in the middle of the night. It can mm-hmm. surface in fear, surface in doubt. And it's not that it wins. It's that I'm aware of it. Yep. And I cry out just as much now as I would have five years ago or 10 years ago, because I know how desperate I need him. Yes. And if we can be those people that are just honest about our brokenness, yes. honest about the temptations that come our way, honest about the fiery dart that like, wants to shoot its arrow in yeah. our back, you know, that we have to put on the helmet of salvation and the mm-hmm. shield of faith, just like everyone, like yeah. all of us do. And sometimes all the more, all mm-hmm. the more when we, we begin to preach the gospel because we become a target. And um, 
that's the one thing I'm learning in this mm. season that this is not an easy road. Right. It's um, not all fairy tales and you've got it all figured out. Right. You about it. It's like, no, you are under, um, you're, you're almost, you're under fire. Yeah. Right. And constant scrutiny. <laughs> like that's, that. that's, that's scary. scary. Yeah. Like even it, it's constant for you to even be free to make a mistake or, you know, anything. It's like, I, I can't imagine that. And people, you know, I think we're all, like you had said something before, um, I think it was at Influence where you had said that so many of us are, like, as people, we're willing to trade our birthright um, for a, a quick fix of fame or money or whatever. But like, people think that that's where they want to be. But man, that's a that's a hard place, you know, especially to be. Well, that's countercultural, right? That's right. not what our culture tells us we need to be doing. But when you're in the spotlight, like, there's you open yourself up like God did this thing in you where he healed you. And then all of a sudden you have to, you're sharing it because you have to give God glory. But then you're the crazy girl who's jumped (laughs) off the bridge because you're, so now you're putting this other box, you know, it's just so many complicated Mm -hmm. things, but you keep your eyes on Jesus, right? Like, well, and you know, when Jesus says, just take up your cross and follow me, you know, it doesn't mean like take up your tiara. Yeah. It's like, no, you're, you're going to take up your cross and, um, you know, Anne says so much about that in her book, The Broken oh, Way. I love it. You and I book. are doing it together. I love right. it. It's so great. We're it's actually nice. coming to yeah. the one in Chicago. In Chicago. By us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. We're bringing awesome. a group of women. We're bringing our tribe of women to hear. <laughs> you guys bring it. We're ready to get our hearts rocked. Yeah. And, woo, we're excited. It's, and, and I think that's, that's what the church, and, and the beautiful thing about taking up the cross, like we could look at it like such a burden, like, oh man, that's going to just be a life that's so full of devastation. You know, we could look at that way, but I think when you get to the point where you desire to do that, you actually have so much courage around it. You you know Mm -hmm. the full story. You know that the the story never ends with the cross anyway. Right. You know that the Mm. life-giving resurrection that Jesus Mm. gives. Right. It's something we can we can walk in even now, and um, mm. so it becomes a joy. It becomes a joy. It becomes a lightness. And when the spirit of God is in you, then obviously those fruits of the spirit come through you. You know, they right. they all the things you so then you can possess the love and the joy and the peace and the grace and the kindness and gentleness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even knowing that you can't always control the outward things right. coming against you, right? And that's how. Ultimately, that's what, that's what this faith looks like. It's like we're not contingent on what's around us. Um, mm-hmm. Who we are is, is our identity lies in, in who Christ is in us. And so that changes even the way we look at anything we're walking into. Oh, that's so beautiful. Amen, girl. Thank you so much. We could just talk to you forever, I feel like. And, but one thing we do ask our guests before we let them go is what is, cause we are called by design and we love talking about the design of God in our life and in our home and the way he's created mm-hmm. us. And we love interior design. So your Instagram mm-hmm. is full of some really great um, pictures of your home and some different things. Mm-hmm. And you have a photo mm-hmm. of actually one of those mother Teresa quotes by house of belonging. Yes. Oh, I love it. It's so great. Yes. Um, yes. What is one of your like design obsessions? Like what's one of those things that you just have like, I can't look past mm. Like for me, it's like really pretty dishes at like antique places. And mm. so. Okay. So my design like fixation is lighting. I, I can't handle rooms that are lit incorrectly at the wrong oh. time of day. Oh, amen. I can't handle rooms 
that don't maximize natural light. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Lighting to me changes the mood and it creates the atmosphere. So yes. at night, obviously never any overhead lighting. Um, I always want soft lighting. I love the lighting. You can like dim up and down, even on a lamp. Um, always a candle, mm-hmm. something. Um, I'm usually up at some point early in the morning before the sun comes up. <laughs> Not because I'm super spiritual, but just because <laughs> I cannot sleep. Whatever, and, um, Rebecca. <laughs> so I will always light a candle. I always like bringing oh. the day with a candle, like a real flame. Yeah. And I will kind of like dimly light one of the table lamps so I can read. You know, I don't want too much, just enough until like the sun comes up. But mm. um and then the, I think natural everything, natural natural elements to me yeah. are huge. I won't, I don't use artificial floral at all. I would rather go get, you know, um, an orchid that can stay alive for a month right. and three months if you water it well. Or <laughs> I kill those often. Yeah. <laughs> water. <laughs> I excuse overwater those ones, but um, or just getting fresh cut stuff from the yard. Yeah, the vibrancy of bringing the outdoors in. Yeah, that makes that, you feel um, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and really some does. more windows, natural light, real oh, flowers. Yeah. You know, just There's, basically feeling like you're outside, even though you're inside. Amen. <laughs> this is like that. making us happy for spring. Okay? Yes, come spring, please. But yeah, yeah I love all that. Yeah. Heck, yeah. I even like see, I even like dry stuff out all the time, like because it's natural yeah. and it was real. Like I'll leave it there till it's dead and dry, yeah. and I swear it becomes something new. <laughs> It just does. Then it I love is. it. I'm it's like crazy like that. beautiful. And then you get the aroma sometimes yeah. of the dried flowers or dried herbs or whatever. I uh, Finally, we got a home because we were gypsies for six years. Oh, we lived girl. in New York City and moved a lot. And we finally got a home here a year ago. Yeah. And the first order of business was like a cutting garden in the backyard. Oh, because yes. Oh, I yeah. Said, I want to be able to just walk outside and cut a couple things. Yes. And so... I'm doing that so this spring too. Only now are we bearing, you know, this spring will be like the most fruit of that because, oh. you know, last year it was like the first year we oh, had even so planted it. I'm so excited for you. I am so excited. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm serious. That's the, what's what people should do for every wedding. Like just, we had a friend who did that. The the blooms, you'd cut them, they grow back. It's like, oh my, it's at your fingertips. This mm-hmm. beauty constantly. <laughs> oh, thanks God. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, it makes me, I don't know if any flowers that don't make a girl happy. So right. I mean, I that's my top recommendation. Get some real flowers. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Well, well, thank you for sharing with us. We, thank you, Rebecca. Yeah. Oh yeah. Girl, we're thanks praying for, having for you. Me. Such a joy. I cannot wait for thank women you. to get this book. Seriously. Yeah, I'm so excited for people to buy oh, this book. We will have you. all the yeah. links on our website um, for those. Wonderful. Yes. I know. It, I just realized today it's 12 days away. That's ah, weird. It's so yeah. great. And we actually have one to so give away. Soon. Isn't that? We're excited. We have one to give a giveaway too for people that. Yeah. Oh, good. One of our listeners. Awesome. So we're excited about that. Yay. Cool. Well, well thank you, Rebecca. You guys in Chicago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see you in Chicago. Yeah, we're excited. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. Bye, darling. Have a good day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. How great was that? That was wonderful. She... Make sure you go and you follow her on Instagram, uh, Rebecca Lyons, at Rebecca Lyons with a K. We'll have all the links to all of her pages that you can go to um, to follow along and to mm-hmm. pre-order her book. I honestly highly recommend it. It's like one of the best books I've read on just Christian living. Yeah, I, I think her message of freedom, it, it makes so much sense for all of us when we're not, we're not living free in our faith sometimes, if, mm-hmm. if we're honest. Oh, yeah. Like there's... so. 
it's honestly, just, it's funny when because when I started reading the book, okay, I feel like I'm a woman who gets this. Like, I feel like I'm a woman before I read the book. I felt like I, yeah, I'm doing pretty good in my Christian walk. And of course, I know to confess and to repent and to the you freedom know, you have. I know Amen. the freedom yeah. I have. Like, I, I honestly, like, I was that disillusioned and I had to repent of my pride. Like, I was ugly crying on my face, just confessing my sins before the Lord. Like, who am I to think that I have anything. I can only boast in Jesus. And so it was just, I have just loved this book. It's been such a great reminder. Yeah. And God just revealed some really ugly parts of my mm-hmm. heart, you know? And so I highly, highly recommend it. So we do have one to give away to one of you guys that's listening. So make sure you follow us and subscribe and share um, this podcast with Rebecca Lyons and we will enter you in a draw. How exciting is that? I love free stuff. So I can't wait to get a book of this in my hands. I might steal it because I've been reading the like the PDF the version. PDF version, which it's like I have to write all my notes on in a book. But it's great. I can't wait to get a real one, and I'm going to reread the whole thing oh, again. Exactly. Um, it's one of those books. I think I'll even reread. Like it's it's one of those ones that you reread over and again because it's just God's truth. Right. Like she's it's full of truth. Yeah, and you know Rebecca like comes from a real place of sharing some of her you know, like brokenness oh. and, and that she hasn't arrived. It's and not that, just teaching. She's like telling you her story and what God's sh- shown her through her own willingness to confess and repent and mm-hmm. her own struggles. Like, I just love that about her. Yeah. So, and the fact that she likes to cut fresh garden flowers. Seriously. Yeah. We're both totally going to have those going Oh on. yeah. Like at oh. the new house now that we have like yard space, like I told Kurt that I was like, I want to have a lot of perennials here that I can just cut and have fresh flowers. Oh, all let's summer. all do that. Everyone make Go yourself buy some seeds this cutting spring. gardens. Let's, let's make it our thing. Spring is coming. We're going to open these windows and breathe fresh oh, air. Thank you, Jesus. It's freezing here today. It's like 12 degrees or something. I don't know. It's That's, really cold. Yeah. See, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't because you're from Canada. Do the 12 math. degrees. I think that's like minus I'm in Fahrenheit. Five or six Celsius. I know. None of this is including wind chill. It's like it's cold. Bitter. So bring the spring. Grab yourself um, this mm. book. You Absolutely. are free. Absolutely. And, and honestly, ask a friend to read it alongside you because it's just really, you'll get so excited about the things you're reading that you'll, you need somebody to talk about it with. <laughs> so yeah. that's why I'm so glad that, um, that's one of my most favorite things actually to do with my friends is to read the same book mm-hmm. um, just because it gives you some great things to talk about. You know, that's not about yourself and your own. Like It's about yourself in the ways that we should be confessing to each other, you mm-hmm. know? So it's a good thing. But I, honestly, we could, you and I were talking about this beforehand. Um, even if she could have added, I have no idea what, except we can apply what she wrote to freedom in your home. Mm. You know? Oh, right. Which like, we've talked about before with like Heather Holloman and yeah. the different guests and living you, know, you and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Just letting people into your house and loving them well. And not caring about what everything, if it's perfect and if your home is perfectly designed and, you know, oh, all that. Let's let go of um, performing and striving and just for people's approval. Yeah. You know? Like, right. We have to learn to live for the audience of one and know that we are seen by. And I really, like, it's funny. Like, it, it's like, another reminder to me because, like, tomorrow night we're having people into our home for um, a little get together. And it's like, I, it was perfect timing for me to remember, like, 
you know what? My floors aren't going to be spotless and I don't even care. Like I don't mm-hmm. even care anymore, guys. Mm-hmm. I should probably care a little bit more. No. But like, it's just like, I just want people to have a good time and connect and feel loved and build relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and be encouraged in their faith. Mm-hmm. So. One of the things like hearing Re- Rebecca speak at Influence and mm-hmm. I know she spoke it. if I haven't listened oh, to that one, so I started good. it. My kids were calling on me. I had to stop it. But reading this book, what we all hunger for is mm-hmm. that quiet place with the Lord where we're seen and known. And that's what we want, guys. It's not to have the perfect home. It's not to be seen as the one who loves God and does all the good things. And it's not about that. Like, find that place where you can sneak away and be with God and bear your soul and know Him more. One day we'll stand before Him. Yeah. And all those things about our home and our appearance and the things that we strive for people to approve of um, will go up in smoke. You know, like that is not lasting. Right. That's not forever. And, uh, you know, it's just a good reminder today to just love your people well and to just turn your face towards Jesus. And Mm -hmm. Elroy, the God who sees, Mm. he's the God who sees us. So Mm -hmm. wherever you are, we're going to be praying for this book to reach out to your heart, that God would use it to just reveal some of those spots in, in all of us, us too included. So praying for you guys. Just love it. Thank you for tuning in and make sure you follow Rebecca on Instagram and Facebook and uh, we'll have all the links in that book to about that she's talked about Mother Teresa's book we'll have the links to that come be my my light yes please (laughs) so anyways we're we're just happy to be spending today with you have a great day bye